You're listening to The Word of Hope, a radio ministry of Hope Lutheran Church in Aurora, Colorado. Our preacher is Pastor Brian Wolfmuller with today's Word of Hope. In the name of Jesus, amen. Dear Saints, all of us at a very basic and fundamental level are trying one way or another to stay alive. We are attempting to not be dead, and this motivates perhaps just about everything that we do. Having breakfast this morning, driving slow to church, having work and jobs and all of this, homes. But not Jesus. Jesus comes to die. That's what he's doing on a donkey riding into Jerusalem. Ride on, ride on in majesty, in lowly pomp, ride on to die. Now the people there that day might have had all sorts of different ideas about what Jesus is doing there, but Jesus knows he's there to die. But consider these crowds. The crowds are thinking, finally, this is it. Finally, the king we've been waiting for has come, the promised son of David. Now we can have our kingdom back. The Romans will be sent home packing. The golden age of David and Solomon has returned. Or the Pharisees thinking, this is it. We've got him now. Can you believe that he's actually presenting himself as the Messiah like this? Letting the people sing Psalm 118 and call him the son of David. This is false teaching and blasphemy and we can finally convict him. With all this ruckus, riding on a donkey, presenting himself as the king, this will be enough to get him in trouble with Pilate as well. Or what about the disciples? This is it. Finally, Jesus is coming out of hiding coming into his kingdom. Finally, Jesus will receive some of the honor and glory and recognition that he deserves and maybe we'll get some of that glory at last. Each in their own way, they're right, even though they don't know it. The disciples are right to say that Jesus is finally making himself known to the whole world, presenting himself publicly in Jerusalem as the king. But his presentation is a humiliation. His exaltation is being lifted up on the cross for all the world to see. The crowds and the Pharisees are right that Jesus is giving himself as the Messiah, but he gives himself as the Messiah in order that he might die. Jesus comes not to accomplish great things with his life, but to accomplish great things with his death. And this is good for us to consider, especially today and this week, the last week of Lent, but this should be our constant meditation our entire lives Jesus comes to die. Philippians 2, this is the epistle lesson. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God as a thing to be grasped, but made himself nothing, taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men, and being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death even the death of the cross. He who is greatest of all, Jesus, comes in lowliness and humility. The very Son of God comes despised and forsaken. He comes rejected and crucified. 
And he comes this way for you. And this is because Jesus knows that the only way for you and for me to have life is for him to have death. Somebody has to die for sin. Somebody has to suffer the consequences. The wrath of God over sin and over unbelief has to go somewhere and it should go on us because we are the sinners. We are the ones that have broken God's commandments. And if you ever wonder what your sins deserve, if you ever wonder what God's wrath ought to look like for you, then look at Jesus writhing on the cross, crying out in darkness, abandoned by God. That is what you have deserved. But Jesus says, no, I'll suffer instead. I'll have that wrath instead. I'll have the rejection and the anger and the punishment and the agony. I'll have that so that they will not. I will take it, says Jesus, so that you don't, so that you don't have to. And this, dear saints, is exactly what the cross is. Jesus suffers God's wrath so that God can delight in you. Jesus is punished for your sin so that you could be rewarded with his righteousness. Jesus is forsaken by God so that the Father will never leave or forsake you. Jesus is stricken by God, smitten by him, so that we might be blessed. Jesus is accounted a sinner so that the Father would account you righteous and perfect and holy and blameless in His sight. Now this is a great mystery indeed. The mystery of the cross. The mystery of the death of our Lord Jesus. Beautiful and wonderful and comforting mystery because Jesus died for us. Jesus died for you. Now remember, uh, this was not pleasant for our Lord. He was a man, and he knew the agony involved. The flesh being torn off of his back by the Roman whip, the thorns pressing into his scalp, the nails driven through his hands and his feet, the spit dripping off of his face, the mockery of unbelief, the flight of his disciples, and perhaps most of all, the most torturous abandonment from God as he cries out, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And the eternal and unbroken love between the Father and the Son, that love that knew no beginning and no limit, that this blood is broken, this bond is broken, and Jesus is stricken by God and afflicted, and not because of his sin, but because of yours. This is the profound mystery of Jesus. But consider this, it is exactly what Jesus wanted. This is exactly what Jesus wanted. Not the suffering, he didn't want that. In fact, he prayed three times in the garden, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me. Hebrews says that Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, suffered despising the shame. Jesus didn't want this agony, and He didn't want this being forsaken by God, and He didn't want these utter depths of humiliation, but He did want you. And if this is what it takes to win you life, and to win for you forgiveness, and to win for you salvation, so be it. He'll mount the donkey. He'll ride into Jerusalem. He'll give His back to those who strike, his cheek to those who pull out his beard, his face to those who spit in it. He will give it all for you. 
Alas, and did my Savior bleed. Yes. And did my sovereign die? Yes. Would he devote that sacred head for such a worm as I? Yes. Amen. And may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. We hope you were blessed by today's Word of Hope. Hope Lutheran Church is located at 1345 Macon Street in Aurora, Colorado. Their weekly schedule is as follows. Sunday morning worship at 915, adult Bible class and youth Sunday school at 1045 a.m. On Tuesday mornings, there is a matin service at 830 a.m. with a Bible class to follow at 930 a.m. You can find out more about Hope Lutheran Church at www.hope-aurora.org. That's www.hope-aurora.org. Until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you in His grace. Amen.